This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. Rico Bronia time. Mets lose two out of three to the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, I don't know how much people care or how much watching has been done over the last few days, but it was a productive few days. We got to see Ronnie Mauricio play a little third base. We did get to see the Mets win a game on a Sunday. Pete Alonso hit another home run. Daniel Vogelbach's putting up some numbers. Uh, but overall, the Mets lose two out of three to the Cincinnati Reds. A lot to get to. We'll go through each game. We'll talk about Mauricio's debut at third base, the extremes of Francisco Alvarez this season, and a tribute to Bartolo Colon. And also a really interesting email about a decision the Mets have made over the last five years that may have turned out to be a very, very bad decision. So a lot to get to on the Rico. We'll start with the Friday night game. The Friday night game featured a quality performance by David Peterson. That's how I would describe it. He was pretty good over the first five innings. The Mets couldn't hit. They're down one nothing, And then Peterson makes the one big mistake in the sixth inning. Gives up the two-run home run to make it 3 nothing. Can't get through the sixth inning. Actually gets bailed out by Grant Hartwick, who came in with a couple of guys on base. So overall, I thought Peterson was all right. Five and two-thirds innings, three runs. One of the runs was unearned on a little bit of a miscue by Ronnie Mauricio, which we'll get to. Um, got a lot of swing and misses. That was a positive. But I don't think this performance did anything to kind of change our feel for him. He's been pretty good since the recall. He should not be in the rotation next year. I remain intrigued about him as a left-handed option out of the bullpen. But let's get to this bullpen. Because over the last few weeks, and we even talked about it, each reliever has taken turns coughing a game up. And on Friday night, if you played Grant Hartwig in your Mets bullpen bingo card, you'd be the winner. Because after Hartwig got through that sixth inning, hats off to him. Our favorite Met, Pete Alonso, hits a game-time dramatic three-run home run. And it's funny, as he was coming up in this spot, I was thinking about Pete. Not about his contract, not about him long-term, but really, what kind of season has Pete Alonso had? It's been a weird year. The batting average sucks, we all know that. But 45 home runs, 112 RBIs, you can't sneeze at. I mean, that's a, that's a damn good year. But the other part I was thinking about was the Mets have had, or the Mets had, a terrible season. The season spiraled in the month of June. And in the middle of that spiraling was Pete Alonso. Let's be honest. Pete missed some time because he got hit by a pitch by Charlie Morton. He comes back, probably rushed his way back. If, if he did, it doesn't matter. He wanted to come back great and did not perform. And in the midst of the Mets' struggles, Pete did very little. That's not to put the Met 
collapse on Alonzo. He was just a main contributor. So you think back to the 45 home runs, 112 RBIs, and you start to question, well, how clutch was it? I think it was relatively clutch. I mean, if you go back and break down every home run and every RBI, he certainly had some big moments. Certainly there were some that just kind of added on to the stat sheet, but everybody does that. Like, I think if you go back to Barry Bonds' 73 home run season, not every home run was going to be clutch. But I was going through my mind. It's worth a deep dive. And I think I'll do one during the offseason. What kind of year did Pete have? I think his defense has continuously gotten better. And he's played first base just about every single day. I think he's only DH'd five or six games this season. And why not? Who the hell else are you sticking over at first base? God knows Daniel Vogelback's not going over there. Mark Canna did it a little bit earlier this season when Pete was hurt. So overall, and I think we all have to answer this question. What kind of year did Pete have? Was it a great year? Was it an A-plus season? I guess you could say that based on the numbers. Was it a, yeah, it was good. It's got some big numbers, but overall, didn't hit for high enough average. All or nothing kind of year. Was it a non-clutch year? Was it a clutch year? I think we all need to kind of determine with a grade what kind of year Pete had. We'll do that after the season. But as I'm thinking about this, Pete hits a three-run home run. And despite it being the middle of September in a series in which the Mets are buried, you're down 3 nothing in the bottom of the sixth inning. That's a clutch home run. That's how I look at it. It's a clutch home run. May not be clutch for a pennant race, but in the context of a game, you're getting shut down by Hunter Green. You're down 3 nothing. You're demoralized a little bit because you just gave up a two-run home run in an inning earlier that took a one nothing game and made it 3 nothing. That's a big hit. So Pete hits the bomb. Crowd's pumped up. Pete's pumped up. And what happens in the top of the seventh inning? Grant Hartwick takes the mound after he pitched a nice bottom of the sixth, got the final out to bail David Peterson out. And what does he do? The first pitch he throws to Luke Maley, he drills him right, right away. And not one of those good drillings, you know, one of those, yeah, revenge drillings. No, no, no. You just tied the game. It's the sixth inning, or now it's the seventh inning. And the first pitch you throw to Luke Maley, the ninth place hitter with the top of the order coming up, is to drill him. I knew the game was over. I mean, that's, that's, let's all be honest with ourselves. That's the baseball game right there. Faces Jonathan India, 2-2 pitch, goodbye to left center field, and this game was over. They did have a rally in the bottom of the seventh inning that got short-circuited, but it turns into just another August-September loss, which a lot of them can be defined by decent starting pitching performance, not a lot of offense, but the bullpen gives it up. And in the case of Friday night, the bullpen giving it up was the great Grant Hartwig. Another guy, another guy who better not be in this bullpen next year. He's going to be one of those guys that goes to spring training. He's got a chance for that final bullpen spot. But haven't we all seen enough? I know I've seen enough. I think I could say that about everybody Got everybody in this bullpen. So Mets lose the opener 5-3, the Alonzo home run, their, run, their only offense. The big positive going into this game was Ronnie Mauricio, was the fact that the Mets finally made the decision. And finally, it's only been two and a half weeks, but still to me, it's a finally. We need to evaluate Ronnie Mauricio everywhere. So it was never too early for moving him around the diamond. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So they play Ronnie Mauricio at third base in this game. Jeff McNeil's back at second. They've got Vientos DHing. Obviously, Beatty's a little banged up with the groin issue. And he was and I want to evaluate the two games that he played at third base because I'll get him confused in terms of when a play happened. You had the Alvarez pickoff play, in which Alvarez is trying to pick off the runner at third base makes the throw to third, and Mauricio just has no idea to come over and cover. So that's a little bit of a mental mistake by Mauricio, which mental mistakes aren't going to annoy me as much because he's learning the position. You know what I mean? Like, he hasn't played a lot of third base. When you look at his position splits down in the minor leagues, he's done it very few times. That's why he's got to be out there. That's why these mistakes now, as much as, hey, maybe I want to see my team win on a Friday or Saturday night. It ain't the end of the world. I'd rather see these mistakes now than in April of next year. There was one play he didn't make as well, a tougher one, a ground ball to third base he couldn't come up with. I don't know. It's such a short period of time, two games, to really evaluate him. I do know that he's looked smooth at second, so I think it's easy to say he looks better at second base than he does third. But a lot of this is going to come down to knee. It's going to come down to... Who's in the lineup next year? Ronnie Mauricio's hit. In the short sample size of being up here, Ronnie Mauricio's hit. And I mentioned this last time on the Rico. I don't think any of us want to over-exaggerate about what we see in September. But in the case of Ronnie, we're not. We're evaluating the entire season. Ronnie Mauricio hit in AAA. Ronnie Mauricio hit in AA. Ronnie Mauricio hit in winter ball. Like everywhere he's been, Over the last year plus, the guy's gone out and hit. So when I talk about Mauricio maybe earning himself that opportunity to be an everyday player next year, I don't say it based on a couple of weeks at the major league level where he's looked good. By the way, double A was two years ago. He started off at triple A this year, but he hit a triple A. I don't even think he hit that much at double A last year. That's what's funny about his rise. (coughs) Excuse me, a year ago when he was in double A, he had like decent numbers, but not nearly the kind of numbers he put up this year at AAA Syracuse and what he did in Winterbourne, obviously what he's done over a small sample size here at the major league level. But when I say it's going to be need, here's why third base may ultimately be the need. The Mets have never shown an interest in playing Jeff McNeil at third base. We haven't seen him play a lot of third base. So if Beatty and Vientos are not earning the third base job and the Mets aren't going after a guy like Matt Chapman, I don't think they are. Position-wise, it may end up making more sense for Mauricio to be the third baseman. So I want to see him out there a lot over the next couple of weeks, the final few weeks that we have. He's probably going to play winter ball. I know they just announced there's going to be a winter ball series at City Field, which is kind of cool. A baseball series at City in the middle of November, which I'm very intrigued by. I hope he plays a lot of third base in winter ball. 
Because even though, yeah, in the small sample size we've seen, he's looked better at second, and maybe that's his best position. It's it's so tough to judge because he just hasn't played a lot all over the place. We need to see more. Here's the breakdown, by the way, from AAA this year. He played his most games this year at second base. Played 56 games at second base. The second position he played the most at is pretty close between two. He played 27 games at shortstop. 26 games in left, DH'd six games, and played, you ready for this? Two games at third base. Two. 17 innings in the minor leagues at third base. When he was playing in winter ball this past winter, he played 27 games at shortstop and nine games at third base. So his experience as a professional, since the Mets signed him as a 17-year-old, would be seven in winter ball, two at AAA this year, and two this weekend at the major league level. So that's 11 games at third base. That's why, you know, he doesn't come over and cover third on a Alvarez attempt to pick a runner off. He doesn't make a couple of plays. It's I'm not, I'm not going to bury the guy. He clearly looks better at second, but it's such a small amount of time. I was glad that book put him out there on Saturday night. We saw a typical Tyler McGill performance. I'm almost starting to think that every time Tyler McGill takes the mound, and, and, and this is sort of a compliment, but not really. I guess it's a backhanded compliment. He's not going to be bad. He's not going to be awful. He's going to keep you in the game. His final line, if you just look at innings and runs, will be okay. But he's going to put a country on base. That's what McGill's going to do. And he'll get through it, and he'll be okay. And you'll walk away from it saying, eh, okay, I guess that's acceptable for a fifth or sixth starter. And that's exactly what he did Saturday. He gave up nine hits. He walked two guys, 11 base runners in five and two-thirds innings, and he's able to fight through it and only give up two runs. So from that standpoint, good job by Tyler Miguel. Good job by him. Uh, Mets got a run early in this game. How'd they get that run early? I'm trying to remember now. That's a problem when I don't score every single game or have the scorecard right in front of me. My my memory is not as good as I think it's been in the past. But either way, they took an early one nothing lead in this game. McGill quickly gives it up. They go down 3-1. to one. They come back, score a run in the fourth inning of this game. And then after that, the offense was just, was just none. It was absolutely shut down. 